The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Yoma has been dedicated in memory of Mazal Bat Esther Baghdadi and Yosef Ben Mazal Baghdadi by their family. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by North Fork Bank and its private banking department with Gabriel Safti. Hashem Ishmedehu Bihayehu. We would like to thank North Fork Bank and urge our listeners to patronize this generous financial institution. On a uh, private note, we'd like to thank Mr. Gabriel Safti for his continued support for all our programs here at uh, Daf Yomi, Torah Learning Resources, and the Torah Center. Today's Daf has been dedicated in memory of Yosef Ben Mazal and Shalom Rafael Ben Mazal. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden. Amen. Daf Nun He. Today's daf is being studied Le'ilul Ishmat Abraham ben Esther Ruach Hashem Tanihainu began Eden Amen Today's daf is being studied Le'atzlachat Hayale Saba Le'Yisrael Be'yabasha Be'aviru Be'yam Please HaKadosh Baruch Hu Should give them success Against all the enemies HaKadosh Baruch Hu Should protect the residents Throughout Eretz Israel Specifically in the north Be'azat Hashem Israel Yishkon Nabetah Uvalisyon Goel Amen Vamin. We begin today's Dafandal Ramucheni and actually we're on the bottom line. Natal etadam mimi shemimares bo. So the Mishnah said the Kohen Gadol would take the blood from the one that was mixing it, and he would go into the Kodesh Kodashim and he would sprinkle the blood. Uh, one lemala and seven lemata, and it says he would do it in a style of matzlif. So the Gemara asks, "My kimatzlif? What is this kimatzlif?" Mahve Rav Yehuda. So Rav Yehuda showed uh, with his hands kimnegeda, like the one that whips somebody. What does it mean? The one that whips somebody? Top Rashi. When the person is whipping somebody, he starts on the shoulders and he progressively goes down. So the second hit is lower, then the next one is lower. So the same thing with the bloods, the first drop was on top and then the second ones were below it. So basically you had eight drops in a row, in a perfect line. Comes Gabbana says, Tana, Kishihu Mazeh. When he sprinkles, eno ala kaporet. So now the Gemara says a very important hadush. Don't think that when he sprinkles the blood, when he's facing the aron in the kodesh kodashim, don't think he sprinkles it on the aron itself, meaning on the kaporet, on the cover of the aron. Ela keneged avyashil kaporet. He does it parallel to the kaporet, which is really, as we saw, it lands on the floor, or in the Ibn Ashtiyah, when there was no Aron in front of the kaporet. When he sprinkles lemala, now it's going to give us the position of his finger at the time of the sprinkling. Now, of course, the queen has to dip his blood in, uh, his finger in the blood first, and sprinkle. So the Gibbara says, when he's sprinkling the first Drop that's lemala that goes on top. Mitzaded yado lemata. 
he positions his hand facing down. What does that mean? Look at the third line in Rashi. Kishu mazeh achat lemala mitzaded gav yado lemata, which means the gav. This would be the back of his hand would be lemata. So he's sprinkling with his finger down, uh, the palm of his finger facing up, and he sprinkles in that position. I mean, he just. You know, uh, throws the throws the blood. So look at Rashi again. The gav, the back of his finger is down. He sprinkles in an upward motion. Okay. Now, when he does the subsequent seven that are below, so in that case, then the gav yad is. Uh, Facing up, and he sprinkles down. So when we say hatle ma'ala, it's going up. His finger is in an upward motion, and when he's going lemata, his finger is in a downward motion. So let's read that in the third line of the Gemara. Shehu mazel lemata, mitzaded yado lemala. Mitzaded yado meaning his the um, the back of his finger, right? Or the right the back gav yado would be facing up. If he's sprinkling it uh, down. Okay, comes Gemaran says, "Mina nemile." How do we know this? That she says, "How do we know what?" That you don't sprinkle on the kaporet itself. That you only sprinkle in front of the kaporet. That she mina nemile. The enomaz yala kaporet otan shetaim hachil malah bepar vachil malah besiir. Now you have to remember there was two times he sprinkled in the kodesh kodashim. First the par. Then after he finished the pot, he went out and brought the sa'ir blood, came back in. So both sprinklings, when it says, Ahat lema'la, don't think it was lema'la on the parochet, on the kaporet. It was, on the kaporet, that's the cover of the aron. It was uh, on the ground in front of the uh, kaporet. How do you know that? How do you know the sprinklings in the Kodesh Kodeshim were not on the kaporet themselves? Amar Ravahabar Yaakov Amar Rabbi Zera So what the Gemara is basically now is give us the sources for the fact that these were done on the ground. Amar Kera because we have a pasuk it says Vihiza Oto Ala kaporet now, this pasuk over here, uh, the full pasuk, says, and I read, it's in Vayikra, Tet Zayin, Tet Vav. Veshachat et ha-sa'ir ha-hatat. Okay, this is the pasuk by the sa'ir. Asher la'am, ve'bi'i damon ve'bet ha-parokh, it brings the blood beyond the parokh, the Kodesh Kodashi, ve'asa'ir damon, ka'asher ha-sa'ir damon ha-par, ve'hiza oto, you will sprinkle it ala kaporet, so these are the key words we have to analyze. Again, we're by the sa'ir. The words are viza oto ala kaporet. Literally means on the kaporet. So now it comes to Gabriel and says, lo yomar lemata By this pasuk of the sa'ir, it does not have to mention. Vilifnea kaporet. Ala kaporet means the one lemala, and lifnea kaporet means the ones lemata. Okay? Now, you would not have to tell me the Gemara says lifnea kaporet, the sprinkling below. Why? De lotzarich. It's unnecessary. Why is it unnecessary? De gamar mimata de par. 
because by the pars sprinkling, it clearly says that you'll sprinkle lifnea kaporet sheva peamin, and we know that the pasuk says ve'asa et damo kasher asa ledam hapar. So therefore, whatever is applicable to the par is applicable to the sa'ir. Now, by the par, it specifically says, you will sprinkle lifnea kaporet sheva pe'amim. So we know how many times even you have to sprinkle, because nowhere by the side does it tell us the number of sprinklings. So obviously the number you're going to have to learn from par. So just like you're learning the number from par, learn the whole concept from par, because anyway the pesukim are connected, because it says in the pesuk again, so the Gemara says that the words lefnea kaporet by sa'ir are totally extra. You don't need it. You could have learned the lematas from par. Ah, lama ne'emar. So why did it say lefnea kaporet? Le'akushe al lelefne. So to make a hekesh, to make a connection between the al hakaporet to the lefnea kaporet. To the one that's al and the one that is lifne, what? Ma lifne. Just like the ones that are lifne kaporet. And lifne kaporet clearly is in front of the kaporet. There's no argument on the lemata ones. Because lifne kaporet means in front of the kaporet. So we all agree, we didn't need any hadush to tell us that the ones that are lifne kaporet are not on the kaporet itself. So he says, Ma lifne de laval. Just like the lifnea kaporet sprinklings are not on the kaporet, afal de laval. So to the ala kaporet sprinkling is that al. That is what we did here. We did is we compared the al to lifne or by sair, because the words lifne by sair are extra. You don't need those words. The words lifne I could have learned from par. Once they're extra, derasha. Compare lifne and al, and say like this: just like the lifne, the ones that you're sprinkling, which are the seven, it's clearly not on the kaporet. It's lifne kaporet. It's on the floor before the kaporet. So to when it says ala kaporet, that's the first one that you're sprinkling. It's also lifne, meaning not lifne, meaning it's not al. It's not on the kaporet, just above. The other ones. So therefore, the Gevaraz Lashombi, Ma lifne de laval, just like the lifne sprinklings are not on the kaporet, afal, so to when it says ala kaporet, de laval. It's not al, it's not exactly on. So basically, what the Gevaraz did over is hekesh. So that's the first understanding. The Gevaraz says, hold it, I can go another way. I can go, I can go in the opposite direction. Adraba. Adam, on the contrary. Lo yomar lemala bepar. Oh. Now we're going to go to the par pasuk. By the par pasuk, it tells me the following. Vishahat vilakah midama par. I'm just reading you the pasuk so you get clarity. Vilakah midama par. Vizabe al penea kaporet kedma. So the Pasuk says by the part, Al Kaporet, right? Al. And then it says Vilifnea Kaporet. So here the Gemara on this, uh, at this point, what's the You know what? You don't have to tell me by the par, Lema'la. Why? Because the Lot Sarikh, it's unnecessary. Why is Lema'la not necessary by par? 
Degamar mimaala desair. Because by the sair, it tells us that you have to sprinkle ala kaporet. And if you remember by the sair pasuk, it says, "Akotu v'shachat et sair achatat ashelam v'bi damo in mebet haparoket v'asad damo kashir asad damo paviza oto ala kaporet." The word oto teaches me how many times you have to sprinkle one. Viza oto. So the number of top sprinklings, of lemala sprinklings, is only written by sair. It's not written by par. Now you're getting a little clear. By par, it tells you the number of lemata sprinklings. By sair, it tells you the number of lemala sprinklings. So the Gemara is like this. Once you're telling me by the sair that the lemala sprinkling is one, and we know that the two. Uh, Sa'id and Par are learned from each other. So therefore, you don't have to tell me Lema'ala by Par. So anyway, I have to learn it from the Sa'id. Because by the Lema'ala, by the Par, doesn't tell me how many times you sprinkle. So therefore, anyway, you're learning it from the Par, right? So therefore, don't say it. Oh, so Lama Ne'imar. So then why does it say Lema'ala by Par? I'll make a cash between the lifne of the par and the al of the par. And I'll say, Ma'al, al mamash. Oh, I guess this is way. Just like al means on the kaporet itself, af lifne, al mamash. So to lifne, when it says by the par, it means mamash. Which means the Gebarah in this version is saying, I go the other way. Stop from par. And tell me, you know what? The word al by par is superfluous. And therefore, I'll tell you, you know what the al is coming to tell you? Derasha. Compare lifne to al. And I'll say, just like al is mamash. Mm-hmm. Once I'm starting from al, I can say al is mamash. Maybe that when you're sprinkling the first was on the kapod, so to the lifne, the other seven are also uh-huh. on the kapod. So that again, what I was really doing is offering two different ways to learn. Tremendous nafkamina between the two ways. Is it on the kaporet or not? I mean, that's the major, major nafkamina. So the Gemara says, Hai mai. Which basically is asking, right, which, which side is more plausible? So the Gemara says, I amart pishlama. If you're going to say, Lemata desi'id la'akushe. If you want, it's like the first version. That what we're comparing the lemata to the lemala by the sa'id. And we're saying, just like the lemata is not al, so too the al is not al, like the first way. Lemala de par mev'ele. So it's good. We could say that the lemala of par is used. Which means, you got to use every, every word, right? So you think, we have two extras basically over here. We have the lemata. We have the uh, lemata by sa'ir, that is extra. Let the extras in. The lemata of sa'ir is extra. And the lemala of par is extra. So the Gemara says, if you learn the lemata of the sa'ir, to the lemala of the sa'ir. So you took care of those, that pasuk. So what do we got left over to Doresh? Well, you have the lemala of par, that's extra. No problem, we have a derasha for that. 
I can use it for the following brayta. When it says al the pasuk is not coming to tell you al because I know al already from sair. So you know what it's coming to tell me zebanav. It's a principle to teach me in all places called Nakom Shneemar Pene Eno Ela Kadim. Whenever it says Pene, it's always to the east. Meaning, when you're sprinkling, let's say, in front of the Kaporet, it's really to the east of the Kaporet. Remember, the Kaporet's in the west. Right? Kaporet's in the west. When you're facing the Kaporet, correct? So now you sprinkle the first one, correct? That's uh, on top. Now, it's to the east of the kapot, and then the subsequent sprinklings are going, which direction? East. To going east. So you see, whenever you sprinkle, the direction that you're going is east. That's the news telling me, Al-Pene teaches me, that uh, that any time you make a sprinkling in the Kodesh Kodeshim, you should know, it always goes in the easterly direction. Mm-hmm. You should know that, it's always, it's always like that. Now, so very good. So if you go with that version, all the, all the words have meaning, meaning they all have dirash on it. I repeat, by the sa'ir, what's my extra words? The pene. Let me explain to you why by the sa'ir the words up pene are extra. Because by the par it tells me already, lifne yazeh sheva pa'amim. So I know lifne by par, and I know the number, how many times? So it's explicit. Once you're telling me all the information by part, by Sa'ir, don't say anything. Not necessary. I could learn Sa'ir from part. And you still went out of your way to tell me by the Sa'ir. Must be for Dirashah purposes. And what Dirashah? To compare of Sa'ir. And say, just like well, Lifneh means Lifneh, not, not on the Kaporet in the front. So to when it says Al, it also means in front, not on. Beautiful. So we learned the concept. Nothing's on the kaporet. Oh, we've got one more extra dirashia. By the par, it doesn't have to say al. Let's talk it out. Why doesn't it have to say al by the par? Because by sa'ir, it says the word al. The number of al is written by sa'ir. And therefore, I could learn par from Sa'ir. Again, by Sa'ir, what does it say? The Lashon is, and I'll quote it to you, by Sa'ir, correct? It says, right. So clearly, the Al, Hiza Oto is written by Sa'ir. You don't need it to be written by par. So basically, what is it coming to teach me? Well, I have a, I have a derash for that, no problem. It's not coming to tell you, Al, it's not coming to tell you anything. I learned that from Sa'id. The Pasuk by Par is saying a different Hadush. Whenever you sprinkle uh, Al, whenever you sprinkle in the, uh, in the, in the Kodesh, East. it's always eastward, meaning the sprinkles go, Kedma. So all, all is accounted for. So it comes again when Al Peneaka put it Kedma. Beautiful. Comes again, what says. Okay, so that side of the logic fits in. Ela'i amart. But if you go the second way. What's the second way? Lema'la de par le'akushe. You can tell me the other way. That really the drash is starting from the par. 
Because she told me really, Lema'ala, part is extra. And therefore, make it derasha, Lema'ala, Al to Lifne. And say, just like Al is Al, so to Lifne is Al as well. Oh, so then we got a question. Lema'ata desa'ir, Lema'ata. So then the Lema'ata of Sa'ir, what is it coming to do? Which is this version, you have extra words that we are unaccountable for. So therefore, the first version must be the real version. And that's the opinion of Nabahabar Yaakov. So again, basically what the Gemara did, it, it proposed two different ways of learning, with a tremendous nafka coming up between the two ways. And then the Gemara is concluding and saying, you got to say it's the first way. Because in the second way, there's extra words by the, uh, by the Sa'ir. Why would it say Lemata by Sa'ir? Good. Comes the Gemara and says, Tanur we have a Baraita. Okay. That's written by the Sa'ir. It says the Pasuk, That's one. That's the first one. We learned how many are Lema'la by the Sa'ir. Ahat. Ahat. Good one. Lemata b'se'id in yodayakama. But the lemata, I don't know. Because by the sa'id itself, it does not tell me the number. Harenidan. So I could learn. I'll make a derash. What will I say? Ne'imru damim lemata bepar. It says the words dam by the par. Ve'ne'imru damim lemata b'se'id. And it also says dam lemata by sa'id. Ma lemata bepar sheva. Very good. I'll learn it from par. Like we said. Or maybe go a different road. How? By Sa'id itself, it says the Lemala. How many times Lemala? One. And it also says Dam. Lemata b'se'id. Ma lemala b'se'id ahat, af lemata b'se'id ahat. Maybe learn sa'ir to sa'ir. And tell me just like by sa'ir, the lemala is one, maybe the lemata is one. So basically, Gavara's question is, what's the better derash? Is it better to learn mata from mata, or sa, which is sa'ir to par, or keep it all in sa'ir, and just learn Ma'la and Mata. That's really the, the, the question of the Gemara. Tremendous Nafkamina. Nafkamina is, is the Mata one or is the Mata seven? Well, let's see what is more analogous. Danin Mata Mimata. Do you want to learn Mata Mimata? Meaning Mata of the Sa'ir from Mata of the Par, which would give me seven. The end Danin Mata Milimala. You don't learn Mata Milimala of the Sa'ir itself. Or Adraba. I could say the contrary. Danin Gufo me Gufo. Learn Sa'ir from Sa'ir. The end Danin Gufo me Alma. You don't learn Sa'ir from something else in the world, meaning Fapar. Tamud Lomar. This is what you said, David. So you're right. That's exactly the Gemara's point. The Gemara says, We have a clear Pasuk. And you'll do its blood 
of Sai like you did to the bar. Now, kashir asa. You don't have to tell me kashir asa. Meaning, it is superfluous. It means, already, we know that there's a deen of haza'ah by the sa'ir. Torah tells us, you have to be maze'ah, lifneh. So what is the pasuk coming to tell me, kashir asa ladam apar? If you didn't write haza'ah at all by sa'ir, I understand, kashir asa, because you tell me the law. But it talks about haza'ah by the sa'ir. So why is that to tell me, kashir asa ladam apar? Umatabu damat kashir asa, shiukol asiyotav shavot. The Adun says to tell me that all the sprinklings are the same. Keshem shelemata bepar sheva, kach lemata beseir sheva. Lamadnu kama lemata bepar beseir sheva. Period. Very good. So we solved that lemata issue. Now we're going to solve the lemala issue of par. Because that's also unknown. By par, it says al, but it doesn't tell me how many times. So the Gemara is going to ask the same line of reasoning. Do you learn it from Sa'ir or do you learn it from itself? Gemara says, Lemala bepar eni yodayakama. Lemala by par, I don't know how many sprinklings. But any done. Neemru damim lemala besa'ir. It says lemala by Sa'ir. Neemru damim lemala bepar. Ma lemala besir ahat. Af lemala bepar ahat. Either learn par from Sa'ir or learn one. Go a different way. It says damim by par lemata. And it says lemala as well. Just like by lemata, the part is seven. Same exact gemara, uh, now just going on the par side. Now, I've got to see what is more similar to learn. Do we learn ma'ala lemala mean the ma'ala of the par from the ma'ala of Sa'id? The end danin ma'ala mimata. And you don't learn ma'ala mimata from part to part itself. Or adraba danin gufo mi gufo. Or maybe I learn similars, meaning part to part. The end danin gufo me'alma. And you don't learn part from Sa'id. Tamud omar. Back to the same deraz. Be'asa et damo kashir asa. Again, you will make the bloods of the sa'ir like you did to the part. They teach me what? You don't have to tell me kashir asa. We know that they both have a za'a. You don't have to tell me kashir asa. So basically the Gemara is giving you the same did Ashnab, yeah, because that's say both ways. Because you have two unknowns of it. The unknown by the Sa'id is the Lemata, and the unknown by the Par is the Lemala. So it's all the Gemara, you're right. It's, it's, it's a repetitive line of reasoning, but you got to speak it out twice. Because you're learning uh, Par from Sa'id and Sa'id from Par. If you remember in the Mishnah, when he's doing the countings, the Mishnah tells us, or the sprinklings, there's a specific way the Kohen Gadol is supposed to count. When he sprinkles the first one, not with his finger, he says, Ahat. Then when he does the second one, which is below it, he says, Ahat the Ahat. Which really is repeating the first one. Not that he's sprinkling it again, he's repeating Ahat. And then he says, Ahat. Then he goes to the next one. Ahat Ushtayim. Mean one, and then he does the second one beneath it. And so, Ahat Veshalosh, Ahat Barba, until he gets to Ahat Vashiva. So altogether he's sprinkling eight drops, the one on top and the seven subsequent. So the Gemara is going to analyze this style 
of counting what he's doing. So Gavzi Gavran says, Achat, achat, ve'achat, achat ushtayim. Tarev banan. Achat, that's the first one. Achat, ve'achat. Achat ushtayim, achat ve'shadosh, achat ve'arba, achat ve'chamesh, achat ve'shesh, achat ve'sheva. Devrei Rabbi Meir. Now we're going to follow our girsah. This is the opinion of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Achat, Achat ve'achat, Shetayim ve'achat, Shalosh ve'achat, Arba ve'achat, Chamesh ve'achat, Shesh ve'achat, Sheva ve'achat. Which means, we have a great ma'lok in here, what do you put first? Do you put the, 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 like Rabbi Meir, do you put the Achat first, meaning the Lema'la one first, always? Or do you always put a coin to the B, the new one? Meaning the one that you keep on adding first. Comes again what on says, Velo pedigi. There's really no mahlokar over here in halakha, it's just, Mor ki atre u mor ki atre. Each rabbi was just following the custom of his town, how they count. This was just a minhag. Meaning like she's going to says like this, there's certain people, let's say when you have a number in Hebrew, let's say you're counting 21, 22, 23. So some count, mm-hmm. meaning you always keep the, uh, the Isreem's, the general number, the universal number stays, and then you change the second number. You add three, four, right? That's the number. And therefore that would be like the Bibi'ir. Should you keep the universal number Ahat? Ahat Ushtayim, Ahat Ushalosh, like by Yislim. Yislim stays, and you're just changing the... Right? The, or do you go the other way? Do you say, Shalosh Ve'Yislim, Arba Ve'Yislim, Hamisha Ve'Yislim. And therefore, you're, you're putting the, uh, the singular number first, and then you're putting the universal number second. So therefore, in this case, over here, according to the Bimi'ir, it's a hat. Well, a hat, everybody agrees. And a hat, a hat, everybody agrees. It starts from the Shtayim. Shtayim, the hat. Right? You put in the universal number second, and you're putting the Shtayim, which is the number that uh, changes uh, first. So that's the Mahlokit, not in Halakha, just Mahlokit in custom of how do people count. Let's read that in Nashi. Morki Atre. Be'atre, the Bimi'ir. Monin minyan klal tehila. First, they would put the universal. We'll call it number first. Ve'arkach prat. Then they put the the singular digit after or the specific. Kigon esrim ve'ahat esrim ushtaim. Same thing by the blood. Ahat ushtaim. Ahat v'shoy. Always the universal number stays first. That's the number that's not changing. Okay. Ubatred rebiuda prat tehila. They put the prat first, the number that's changing first. Shtayim ve'aislim, shalosh ve'aislim, and they put the universal number second. Okay, comes again what it says. The kodad mamiha, but everybody agrees. Hazaari shona slicha minyan imkol ahat ve'ahat. For some reason, everybody holds you got to always count that first one with every sprinkling. Ahat ahat ve'ahat ahat. No matter where you put it, but bottom line's got to be there. So the question is, my tama, what's the reason why you always have to re- recount the first one? Rabbi Hazar Amar, Shelo So you don't make a mistake in the Hazaot. 
How does this help you from not making a mistake? So look at Rashi's Lashon. Shlo Yitayim. Shiyehe lo shahut bintayim latet libo leminyan shlo yitayim. It's just a buffer to give you an extra second to calculate where you're up to. Just, 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 instead of just sprinkling ahat, shtayim, shaloch, arva, ahat, slow you down. Ahat, ve'ahat. Ahat, ah, shtayim. Ahat, ve'shaloch. So it's order to give him, uh, exactly, it's, uh, it, to give the person a, a, a moment thought in order to, 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 to calculate. Um, another explanation is given amongst the Rishonim is so he doesn't make a mistake because if he's going to say ahat and then he's going to start uh, the next one he might say shtayim and then he's going to end up at seven and he's going to be short one so we want to separate between the ahat and then the subsequent seven right we don't want to say ahat and it's ahat shtayim shalosh arba amen sheva and then he's short one so therefore Always remind yourself that the heart he did is separate and start again a second count. That's uh, the first answer. Comes Gibra gives another answer. Rabbi Yohanan Amar Amar Kera Velefnei Kaporet Yazeh. It says he has to sprinkle in front of the kaporet. She'en Talmud Lomar Yazeh. It does not have to say in the pasuk Yazeh. Umat Talmud Lomar Yazeh because it says in the in the beginning of that pasuk. I'll quote it to you. The pasuk says, "Velakach midam apar vehiza betzbao." So right away we know vehiza. We know what you're doing with the blood. You're sprinkling. Then it says, "Lefnei kaporet yazeh." You just told me vehiza. What do you have to tell me yazeh? Limed al hazaari shona shesricha minyan imkol achat vehachat. The repetition of the word yazeh comes and tells me that the first sprinkling always has to be counted. Now, my benayu, what's the halachic ramification between the two answers? Is it either a gizirat tekatur like Rabbi Yohanan, or is it a shema yitre? Shelo yitre, according to Rabbi Elazar. Ika benayu, de lo mana ve lo ta'a. Let's say, the Kohen did not count. He didn't count ahat, he didn't repeat ahat always. And he didn't make a mistake. According to Rabbi Eliezer, it's okay. According to the Bible, you're okay. It's not a, a, a mandatory item you have to count. We're just counting so you don't make a mistake. If you happen to count, you didn't make a mistake. Good luck, it's okay. But Sheikh, according to the Bihanan, it's Gizrat Katuf. Don't do it not making mistakes. Do I want you, for whatever reason, to always count the first one? So if you didn't do it, you didn't make a mistake. No, you have to do it again. Comes the Gemara and says, Yatsa, Vidniko al Kanazab Shibaikhab. Okay, so we learned the great Mahlukah in Mishnah. You took the part of blood now, after you finished speaking it, you went into the Hechal, to the cause that stands. And they would put the blood in the stand, okay, and then they would take the blood of the Sa'ir, according to Tanakhama, that was in the second stand, you had two stands, take it in and go and sprinkle it. Rabbi Uda said, no, you only have one stand. So he held, when you take the part of blood, uh, when you go bring the part of blood, you take the Sa'ir blood out, and you put the Pazlat in the same stand. Right. What's the logic of the Biuda? He's going, you might confuse the bloods. You might uh, mix it up. If you have two stands, you might end up taking the wrong blood in. So therefore, at once, you can make a mistake. Because you're always switching party, take the side. But you have two, you can end up taking from the wrong one. Now the Gibraltar is going to point out, obviously the Biuda does not hold that writing is a legitimate siman. 
because technically why don't you put two stands, put a sign. Uh, this is the par uh, blood, and this is the sair uh, blood. Uh, you, you worry about mistakes, right? So put two and put, put, put a sign. So the Quran is going to prove, obviously the Buddha holds, people don't read signs. Which means even with signs, it's still possible to make a mistake. Putting a sign is not foolproof. So therefore you got to just put one stand. So the Quran is going to start with that. The Quran says, Tenanatam. We learned over there. Where is over there? That would be uh, in Yerushalmi Shekalim. Uh, okay. Learned. The Biyuda Omer. The Biyuda says, Lo ayu shofarot lekineh choba. You remember we learned in Shekalim that they used to have shofarot. They used to have uh, like uh, boxes that were in the shape of a shofar. Mm-hmm. And people would put monies in these shofarot. And then the Kohanim would empty them out. And each shofar represented a different korban, for example. And uh, whatever the korban was, the Quran would buy money with it and bring it for the, those people that put the monies in those uh, shofarot. So he says, there was no shofar for kineh chova. Kineh chova means the birds of obligation. Now, for example, if a lady is a, uh, a zav, or a zava, or a yoledet, or somebody that went into the mikdash tameh, all these people have something in common. They must bring a bird for atonement. Now, kineh chova is a hatat. So you have to bring a korban hatat. So Gemara says, they have to come to the Bet HaMikdash directly and give it to the Kohen. They didn't put their monies for the kineh chova in a shofar and then let the Kohen deal with it. Why? So he says, Because he was worried about a mixture. So the Gemara says, "My mipnei ta'arovet." What do you mean mixture? So Amar of Yosef, mipnei ta'arovet choba bindaba. You're worried that the monies of choba might get mixed up with the monies of nedaba. Let's review the laws here. A person wants to bring a bird nedaba. Kine nedaba, you can do that. Kine nedaba always is ola. Kine choba is hatat. Obviously, you can't bring a hatat nedaba. So what are we worried about? We're worried that you have two shofarot now. You got one for kineh chova, one for kineh nedaba. What's going to happen? Maybe the kohen is going to get mixed up. The money is getting mixed up now. He's bringing from nedaba money chova, or from chova money nedaba. So the biu that's consistent. You know, don't get involved. He's worried about mixtures. Look at that sheet bottom. That sheet. The tagarovet chova ben daba. Shemi yitchalef shofar be shofar. The Yakrib Mimaot Shofar Achova Nedaba or Mishel Nedaba Chova Vetipasel. Why? Shachova Achat Lachatat Lachat Leolah. By the Chova, he brings two birds. One is Olah, one is Chatat. By Nedaba, Kulan Olot. The Em Maase Olah Maase Chatat Shavin. They don't bring them the same way. So it comes again and says, Amar of Yosef. Between Tanav Chova and Nedaba, Amar Leabaye VeNaavitre. So he says, why don't you make two shofarot? Like we put signs up. This is the nedaba one, this is the oba one. Why can the coin make a mistake? The biuda ketiba. He doesn't hold that ketiba. You can't rely on signs. Look at the top of the En somchin al kach. Because he doesn't know read the sign. And therefore it's consistent to what he said over here. That the reason uh, in our Mishnah, why you don't put two uh, cans, right? And put a sign uh, on top is because people don't read. 
Ditnan, and here's the Gemara's proof. The Biudaome, Eloayasham, Ela Kane Had Bilvad. There was only one stand. Tareem, I Tamalo, Mishum, the Mechalfe. Right, because they're going to get mixed up. Then Adi, Trev, and Echtov Alayu, Hedepar, Hedesair. Right, put two stands and put two sides, which is the part which is Zair. Ela Biuda, Let Le Ketiba. Now the Gemara is going to challenge us. Metive, we have a question. Again, from a Mishnah that we learned in Shekalim. Shalosh Vesre Shofarot Ayub Mikdash. There was 13 Shofarot that were in the Mikdash. Right? That's what the uh, Shofarot that they used to use to collect uh, different funds. Now, what were they? Vayakatuvalehen. The following things were written on the Shofarot. We would call them like uh, charity boxes, right? That was the old version of a charity box that uh, they would put monies in for different purposes. Number one, taklin hatin. What was taklin hatin? Taklin shekalim hadashim. As we know, starting from Rosh Chodesh Adar, they would go around and collect the shekalim for the new fiscal year for the Beit Hamikdash, which starts in Nisan. Okay, so so long as you're before next Nisan, you're able to give monies. To the Beit Hamikdash for the uh, for the korbanot, so that would have a special box. Taklin Hatid, as we learned in Shekalim, they would empty out those boxes three times a year, right before the holidays, and uh, they would uh, again have them put out again, and you would fill them up. Whoever was late, you had a year to make your uh, make your donations. That was Taklin Hatid. Okay, let's read the she as we go by here. Look at Taklin Hatid. Actually, why do I want to read the Rashi before the Meshub de Mechalfe? Just uh, that uh, the Rabbi who does logic is you worry about the blood of the side and the blood of the par are going to get mixed up. So he says, If you're going to make two stands, Good, you'll put one on the side and one on the par. Right, when he's going to come to take the blood of the par, He might take the blood of the side. But he only has one stand. Right? He can't take uh, a one until he put. He can't put down one until he takes the other one. So, so, so automatic. He definitely can go in order because inside the pod went first, and the side and outside the side went first, and then the pod. But we're worried if you're not going to have this system, you might do the side first inside and you're doing it out of order. That's not, uh, that's not good. Now, taklin hatin, nashi. Ala ehad taklin atikin. Now, she's just giving you the, the order. Let's read the Gemara then. On the first one you wrote, taklin hatin, which is nu shekalim. The taklin atikin. Then the next one said, shekalim yeshanim, old ones. That's going to be talking about a guy, he missed it. He's late. So now, if he puts it in a special uh, box, and that was not used for the Korbanot anymore, because it's not really, you have to use this year's Shekalim, so they would use it for Kaitz and Mizbah, they would use it for uh, something else, for the feeding the Mizbah for Korbanot. The Kinin, okay, Kinin was the birds. The Gozle Ola, people that had to bring a Korban Ola from Gozalot, that's a type of bird as well. The Aitzim, the wood box, the wood shofar. Ulbona, frankincense. The Zahav la Kaporet. Gold for the kaporet, which we'll see what that means. The shishal and daba, 
and six other boxes that were all just for different types of nedabot. Now the Gemara explains. Teklin Hatin. What is this box called? Teklin Hatin. Elu shekarim shel kol shana v'shana. That's the regular box that uh, collected the shekarim. Rashi. Mi she'alav lavi shekne shana zu shelo evian be'adar. He missed the uh, beginning. I didn't bring it in Adar. Mevian kol sha'ashi yirtze. He can bring whatever he wants. V'notnam b'shofah sh'taklin hatin. V'gizbarin notnim otam b'lishka. The gizbarin, the treasurers, would put it in the lishka in the treasury. V'tormim mehem shalosh ha'kupot b'fros ha'pesah b'fros ha'asir b'fros ha'hag. Right? And they would put it into three, uh, empty it into three boxes. Before Pesah, before Shavuot, and before Sukkot. Okay, that was taklin hatin. Somebody did not bring last year's shekel. He can bring it the next year, but he got to put it in a separate box. Why? Look at the Yishkol Lishana Ba'a. Then notin the Shavash Shetaklin Atikin. The Gizbarin notin the Shiyere Lishkash Shetakad. Now, wow, I'm sorry. What do they do with this money? Shivehen Bonin Komatayir. It's public works. They use it to build uh, the walls of the city and uh, you know the roads, etc. Of Yerushalayim. Now, kinin, gemara, kinin, birds, hen torin. This is referring to the birds of turtle doves. For what purpose is she? Kinin et torin mimaot shebo en lokin el aturin. From those boxes, you only that box that you find you only buy turtle doves. That's gemara. Gozle ola. When it says in the Bible, goes there, Olahen bene yona. That is doves. Okay. Vechulan olot. And all those, of course, are korban ola. Now, Devered Rebbe Yehuda. Now, right here, you see clearly, Kulan olot. Whose opinion is that you only have olot and not chovaz when it comes to kinim? Rebbe Yehuda. Look at Rashi. Kulan olot. Rebbe Yehuda letame. Tamar lo ayush shofarot lekine chovah, right? Could you not have a shofar for kine chovah because of the tar of it? Continue the gemara. Ki atar of the miyamar. I'm sorry. Let's just finish this because the gemara doesn't tell us about all those other boxes. So that she's going to tell us what those are. Ve'etzim ulbona v'zav the kaporet. What are these other boxes? Mefarish basiket shekari. Nadev etzim. Guy wants to donate wood for the mizbeach. Noten maot leotos shofar. He puts money in that shofar. Ve'lo yifchot meshine gizirim. He has to put enough money at least so they can buy two pieces of wood. That's the minimum donation for wood. Guy wants to donate frankincense to put on the Mizbeach. Good. Zahav la kaporet. What is the zahav for the kaporet? Hamitnadev zahav. Guy wants to donate gold to the to the to the kodesh. Noten maot le tok shofar velokin mehem zahav lechli sharet. They wouldn't use it for the kaporet necessarily. They would use it for the different vessels. Then a mizrakot, the different forks that they would use. A kirim kaporet zahav. When it says zahav kaporet, don't think it's the kaporet of the Aaron. It's kaporet zahav, which in Aramaic could mean golden utensils or golden forks. So therefore, that was the zahav shofar. Now comes again. What were the six boxes that were for nedaba? Lekayitz hamizbeach. Kaitz HaMezbeah, we learned that what? The Mezbeah always has to be flowing. Always has to have Kurmanot. Now, 
on some days there was busy days. So you didn't have to worry about kites. I mean, other days were slow days. So you had to take money from those boxes and go buy korbanot and put them on the mizbeach. So as she says, Now, Shilokin mikol haro'ot Shil motar ashamot vechatat Sheshaninu bem yir'e Vimachir vipilu damav daba. And she says, Harry's boxes got filled. There were certain korbanot. For whatever reason, the halakha says you have to let them graze. Let them get a moon. Sell them and take the money and use them for the dava. So you say, how did those six boxes get full? Besides the private donations that people would come in and drop them into those six boxes. But a lot of times, a person needed these boxes because he had a korban khatat, for example. And a certain case of korban khatat, for whatever reason, he couldn't bring it. Let's say, metu ba'aleha. The owners died. Could you bring a Qurban Khatat if the owners died? So therefore, in certain cases, you have to, let's say, let the animal graze. It gets a moon, you sell it. Now with the money, you can't bring a Khatat, put it in the Nidana. Then the she's going to tell us, why did you have six? We need six. So that she says, continue over there. Remember, the Qur'anim was split up into 24 groups. And each group was separated into six parts. Well, actually seven parts. Every day, another uh, part of the group would work. Sunday, Bet'av. Monday is Bet'av. Tuesday is Bet'av, right? So that she's going to tell us you had six shofarot for each day's group. Meaning, every group knew their shofar of Nidava. So what would happen if, let's say, on Monday... The Kwanim that were there, for some reason it was a slow day. They would take from their designated shofar to add korbanot to the mizbayah. And on Tuesdays they would take from their shofar. Hachamim did that, they didn't want mahloket. One group taking from another shofar, of another group. So each group had their own shofar, hence six. Look at Nashi. Nashi says, Uperik matad menachot, shisha shofarot kareket shisha bate avot. Every Bet Av recognized their day. The Mayam is Bech Batel Biyomo. She ain't each Bevi Kurmanot. I say no one is bringing Kurmanot on that day. Lokhin Bene Bet Av Maot Shofashrahin. Ve Lokhin Men Olot. Ve Ukaitam is Bech. Now, Shmamina, Miad Rebiuda, Ita Kitiba. Dektani Vaya Katuv Alehin. You see what it says? All these Shofarot. It says, So Rabbi Yehuda, you do hold of signs. Understand, these 13 shofarot, how do you know which one was what? It says they write, this is Kinin, this is Gozli Ola, this is Zahav the Kaporet. And we know Rabbi Yehuda holds like this. Rabbi Yehuda, because how do we know Rabbi Yehuda holds like this? Because he's the one that said all of them were Ola. The Kinin were for Ola. Because he's the one that says you don't do Kinin Hatat. So Rabbi Yudha, you're the author of this statement, and you hold of signs. So if you hold of signs, so what's your problem with the... What's your problem, first of all, of... Why not put Kine Hatat? Meaning put Kine Hatat as well. You, you, you worry about mix-up? Why don't mix-up? You hold of signs. So Gemara says, Ki atar avdimi amar, ami bimarava, gezera mishum hatat shemetu behaleha. Oh, you're right. When we said above, you don't put a special box for kineh hatat. Doesn't mean because of taharove that you're worried the Quran's gonna mix up. Really, we're not worried about mix up. Really, if you put signs, 
Kohen will realize it, and that's not our issue over here. Oh, so what's the issue? We're worried what's going to happen. The Kohen goes to the box of Kenya Hatat. Who put it in there? Some guy that's high of Hatat, Azad. Put his money in there, he went home. By the time the Kohen comes to bring the Qurban, maybe the owners died. If the owners died, you can't bring it as a hatat. So he says, you can't put a box of hatat because you're worried that by the time it's sacrificed, he's going to die. Kemana says, what? Do we suspect that the owner of the Qurban is going to die? A guy sends a Qurban hatat from overseas. The guy was in China. He sends to the Beit HaMikdash a hatat. What's the deen? Makrimin ota be'askat shukayam. Hazakah says, he's alive. You don't have to assume that he died. So just like you accept a, 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 a korban from somebody overseas without suspecting he dies, you don't have to suspect that when the Kohen is going to bring the hatat, kinin that the owner died. So he says, Eda mishum hatat shemetu be'aleha vadai. You know what the case is? You're worried, not that he might die. You're worried that he did die. Now what's going to happen here? Let's, let's talk it out. You have a box, right? Each hatat cost four zoos. Okay, that's the minimum shi'ur of a korban hatat of the birds. The guy comes in, puts his four zoos in, goes home. Another guy comes in, puts four zoos in, box goes home. The, the box is filled with zuzim for each person's korban. One of the guys in there not maybe died, Vadai died. I mean, the Kohen knows, they got the word, he, one of the guys died. Now what do you have in this box here? You have monies. Some of the monies are hatats of living people, which are viable, and some of the monies now, four zoos at least, are monies of a guy whose hatat is, he's dead. Now, which money is you going to bring? All, all, all the monies become pasu now. Because you don't know which monies are the dead guys. So that's what Nabi Yehuda meant Nipnea Ta'arovit. Ta'arovit was what? In the box itself, you're going to have mixed monies of living and vadai dead guys. And there's no way, there's no way to, to know which, which four zoos. Unless, unless, you're the hold of the principle of Birira. Let's talk out what Birira is. Birira would tell you uh, retroactive kavana. Meaning like this. If you hold to the principle of Bidirat, which literally means selecting, we would have an option to get out of this uh, dilemma. By telling the coin, you know what you do? Just take out four coins. Take out the first four coins that come out. And we'll say that retroactively, those were the coins of the dead guy. Now if you hold the Bidirat, no problem. So we're going to give Allah, is going to say, we know for a fact that Bidirat does not hold the Bidirat. So if you don't know the Berera, so just taking out four coins and saying these were the coins of the of the dead man and the rest of the coins in the in the box are okay, so you're stuck. So look at the Gemara. Gemara says, Arba Why don't you just take out arbitrarily four zoos? Throw it in Yama because that's what you have to do with the coins. Right? And then the rest will be mutar. That's not an option. Because the Now look at Rashi. Rashi? 
שם באמת אחד מן הבעלים שנתנו מעות בשופר, וכמד יש בהם חטאות, הבינו מעות חטאת שמתו בעליה, והן הולכות לים המלח. When he got to the, 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 the monies of the guy that died, that's it. Gotta get rid of the money. ונמסו מעורבות עם הקשרות. But you can have it mixed up with cashier money. ופוסטות אותן. והיינו בני התערובת. תראה את הגמרא סבורים, אם אינו ספקט אוף דאט, זאת הגמרא שמתו בעליה, ודאי, שאנו יודעים בו שמת משנתה מעול לשובה ועדיין לא קורבן. וואי. ונברור ארבע זוזה, וואי דמי חטאת, אוקיי, וניסז לית לברירה, לא סמכין לברירה למשנה אסורה. So then the Gemara comes out, and that's the reason why you did not have a special box, a shofar of kineh hatat. Not because he doesn't trust signs. We know he goes with signs. Hadaya, when the 13 shofarot and the Bidah agrees to, they all have signs on them. We weren't worried about one thing against the other. And they have to say, no, the mehatat is already a separate, uh, a separate situation. Baruch Adonai, Le'olam, Amen, Amen.